A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive through Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Wisconsin has seen an uptick in ATV and UTV crashes and incidents with motor vehicles, and with that comes the process of handling those incidents and working to prevent more crashes. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund. Lieutenant Bob Neeland is a Recreation Warden Supervisor with Wisconsin DNR, and he explains ATV and UTV incident trends and how his team responds to those incidents. With more routes, there's more people out and about and more area to cover uh, legally with an ATV or UTV. I can't draw direct correlations by the increase of routes as to increase in incidents, but what I can say and is listed on our site is um, vehicle incidents related to ATV and UTV that have resulted in fatalities and crashes has increased, but that's also, from what we can tell, correlated with more machines out on the roadways. Uh, And in general, uh, if you check the registration data over the last three, five years. Every year there's been marked increases in more registered machines, so there's there's more machines out there. Now, do you know what are these machines primarily being used for? Are a lot of them for recreation, or do you see a lot being used for farm work, and what is the relationship between their use and the accidents that are happening? Uh, so we have, you know, machines that are used uh, for farm farming quite a bit. Um, I do see that, but I also see a lot on the recreation side of the house as well. Uh, incidents uh, are mixed. Uh, you know, there have been incidents uh, that are fatalities that have been with farming in the last several years, and there have been some with recreational use. So now from the law enforcement's perspective, how are you managing these incidents? You know, these aren't traditional motor vehicles, so what comes with that difference? There's some differences, but there's some similarities. So when there is a incident that occurs, you know, typically most people are calling 911 and then they're dispatched out um, to the local warden, the local law enforcement to get on there and perform whatever life-saving measures or care they can. Uh, once we have that sorted out, uh, depending on the severity of the incident, uh, we'll actually start taking data and start to reconstruct or work to reconstruct the accident to, or incident to figure out what's what occurred and maybe there's something we can learn from it and go from there. And that's what my team does is when, when the major incidents occur, we go out and uh, try to do the best we can to put together pieces and save as many lives as we can. Now, are there any gray areas that arise in accidents that involve an ATV or UTV and a traditional motor vehicle? Because I can imagine that it can be hard to distinguish who's at fault in that situation and then handle that incident. Uh, We handle accidents uh, for the recreational side. We don't for the traditional vehicle side, but when an ATV or UTV is involved with a car, truck, you know, whatever else it is on the road, we assist the local law enforcement agency and then we help because uh, ATVs, UTVs have different safety mechanisms, have different things through there, and we cooperatively work with those other law enforcement agencies to kind of put together the pieces and try to determine what happened. And then wherever that facts and evidence leads us is where we go for the next bit. Okay, so it sounds like it's sort of a joint effort then when it comes to investigating and handling those incidents. How do you handle ATVs and motor vehicles sharing the road? What are some other problems that might arise from that? Well, some of the other problems uh, that we have out there are things that we see uh, not that much different from cars and vehicles. There's just different law sets. So 
We have, uh, you know, age restrictions on the roadway for ATVs, UTVs, just like you have for a car. Uh, there are no licensing requirements, but we have ATV safety uh, working through that. Uh, people under 18 need to wear helmets in certain circumstances. We have people that go too fast, people that run on routes they're not supposed to, um, you know, full stop signs, all that stuff that's very similar when you're talking roadway uses. A lot of it lines up with a few additions uh, with ATVs and UTVs. And with them having to share the roads, have you heard like certain complaints or uh, responses from traditional vehicle operators, car operators, about having to share the road with these ATVs and UTVs? Um, I haven't heard uh, or directly. It doesn't mean it's not out there that there's been complaints with it. Um, now they're just like anything else. There's people that aren't happy they're on the roadways, just the way people don't like cars on roadways, particularly driving behaviors. Yeah, we have that stuff just like anything else. Uh, but I can't point to any specifics or have any drug complaints. Is there anything else, Lieutenant Nealon, that you'd like to share about ATV and UTV incidents, um, any sort of trends that you've noticed or moving forward, how they can continue to be safe while operating alongside cars? Yeah, so for roadway operation is uh, know the rules of the road, read the regulations uh, that we have out there for ATVs, UTVs, you know, wear your safety gear, whether you're 18 or not, wear your helmet. Helmets save lives. You know, if you're operating safe, uh, things do happen out there. It's unpredictable uh, at times. So the best you can do to know the rules, operate properly, and wear as much safety equipment as you can and are comfortable with uh, will help ensure that uh, if the worst does happen, you're prepared and you have the best chance. Lieutenant Bob Nealon from Wisconsin DNR along with us, sharing more about how ATV and UTV crashes are handled and how you can stay safe out on the roads and trails this summer. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund.